All right, as we join uh, Kerry Tharp for some NASCAR talk, let me tell you real quickly that Coastal Carolina, very close association with Darlington, ends up beating Wake Forest 13 to 11. First loss for Wake Forest, big win for Coastal Carolina. And South Carolina's taking a 2 nothing lead on the Citadel as the Gamecocks get a second home run in the bottom of the second from McGillis, and they're up 2 nothing on El Cid. We welcome in Kerry uh, Tharp to Sports Talk. Did you ever consider going to the Citadel and becoming a cadet when you were thinking about your college days? Are you talking to me, Phil? Did I ever consider going to the Citadel? Well, you got a haircut that would work well at the Citadel. <laughs> That might be the only thing that, that that might work for me at the Citadel, but I have a ton of respect for that institution. I've been down there several times uh, for their sports games, but uh, never really gave that a whole lot of thought, Phil. I was always had my sights on Western Kentucky. <laughs> That's right. You were a hilltopper from the get. Uh, all yes, right, sir. Let's talk about Vegas, where you know it was uh, a race that was. Uh, Pretty calm and cool and collected until, of course, the very end when it goes into overtime. <clears throat> William Byron, uh-huh. great restart for him in that overtime, and he kind of pulled away. What do you think was the key for him uh, in that restart and jumping to the lead and, and then pulling away from everybody? What did he have the others didn't have? Well, you know, I think I think he actually probably won that race on pit road when he got out ahead of Kyle Larson because Kyle Larson was – was really a really strong car there towards the end. But William had been strong, you know, throughout the day. I think he led the most laps, almost 170 of the laps. I think he was in the lead. Uh, I just think he got out there. Uh, uh, I think he was on a two-tire strategy. That, that helped him get off pit road a little quicker. I think he just got out there and, and uh, stuck his nose out there and, and uh, beat Larson to the line and, and uh, once he got out there, it, it, what they like to call the clean air, hmm. he was off to the races. But, uh, you know, it was a one-two-three finish for uh, Hendrick Motorsports, and, and that was pretty impressive. But uh, big win for William Byron, that's for sure. Absolutely. What did you think of the overall uh, setting, the atmosphere, the attendance, uh, everything else you've heard about the weekend at Las Vegas? How would you grade it? Well, you know, it looked like they had a, a pretty good crowd out there. It looked like the weather was a little cool. Uh, but uh, I talked to some people that went. In fact, my son was out there uh, working at uh, – he works at Charlotte Motor Speedway. He said the the uh, fan zone was packed. Uh, they had a lot of, of uh, you know, personalities and VIPs. I think Bryce Harper was the grand marshal. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, – Anytime you have an event at Las Vegas, it's a big deal. And I know Chris Powell is a good friend of mine. He's a, he's a president out there. And they always put on a good show. But everything I could see, Phil, by listening to the broadcast, watching the broadcast, that it was uh, it was a really good event. How would you say after, uh, what now, three races on the season, got a long way to go. I guess that's a 12th of the season, so it's a very – Small right. uh, sample, but how would you how, how the the folks there in at Daytona, uh, how are they feeling about the way the season is unfolding thus far? Well, I think they're feeling pretty good. I mean, three three races into the season, we got three unique winners, uh, which kind of you know I think kind of resembles what we had last year uh, at the beginning of the season. You know, you had Kyle Busch winning a couple weeks ago. I thought that was a big statement for him and a big win for. Richard Childress Racing, 
uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I think it was a pretty popular win for the for the Daytona 500, and then you had Hendrick Motorsports win this past week with with uh, William Byron. So I think all in all, I think NASCAR is pleased. I think this will be a big week coming out to Phoenix this week. They they have uh, changed the rules package a little bit for the short tracks, and, and the first time that we'll see that uh, in action is actually this weekend at Phoenix. And so uh, I think this will go uh, a long ways and maybe telling us how, how some of the racing will be at like Phoenix and, and uh, Martinsville and Richmond and some of the tracks that are coming up. But I think all in all right now, Phil, I think uh, NASCAR feels good about the start that they've seen. Okay. Gary Thar, president of Darlington Raceway with us for his Tuesday visit. And KT, I do actually still work on sports talk. I was thinking about this before you jumped on the air. The last time I talked to you was before Daytona. So uh, good to be back on the uh, show with you, pal. But uh, I, I'm guessing yes, if you're NAS- NASCAR dovetailing off Phil's comment about the start of the season, if you're NASCAR and you own Chevrolet parts, you're extremely happy. Uh-huh. Winning the first three races last time that happened uh, was back in 2010. With so what have you seen from the Chevy mm-hmm. camp thus far that has made them so dominant? Well, first of all, I think, uh, you know, they're fast. I mean, that's that's the one thing that I've seen. I mean, they were fast at Daytona. Uh, Kyle Busch moving over to Chevrolet, Chris, is a big deal. Uh, that's like Kevin Durant going to the Phoenix Suns. Automatically, he makes Chevrolet better. He makes Richard Childress uh, uh, better. And then Byron, you know, Hendrick Motorsports is loaded. And uh, William Byron... You know, he won two early races last year, and then he kind of went away, and I think he's kind of, you know, kind of got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder to show that he needs to be in the in the, in the, in the championship talk mix. But, you know, I, I guess, Chris, it just shows to me that, you know, probably during the off season they got to work. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they were been in that simulator a good bit. and uh, But they've been really, really fast. They were fast and qualified. At Daytona, uh, if you recall, they were sitting on the pole, and then mm-hmm. Stenhouse winning, Kyle Busch winning, and now William Byron winning. Uh, yeah, you're right, three for three. I did not know that stat about Dodge in 2010. That's interesting. Uh, but Chevrolet right now, is uh, they're riding high for sure. Well, and they've lost the face of Chevrolet, at least in racing, for the next six weeks with the injury to uh, Chase Elliott. First off, KT, are there clauses in NASCAR drivers' contracts? Because these guys will go drive anything that they can go fast and be stupid with, right. fairly hmm. obvious. And, yeah. uh, you know, Chase Elliott goes out snowboarding and injures himself, and he's going to be out for a month plus. I mean, what, do, what right. does Rick Hendrick have in his contract to prohibit that, or does he put anything in, in a contract like that? Well, you know, that's a great, great question, Chris. Um, evidently, there's nothing in that contract that, that prohibits, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a guy like Chase Elliott going out snowboarding. I know William Byron does some uh, uh, other racing. I do know that Joe Gibbs, uh, I remember last year, now I don't know if it's in contract or he just told Christopher Bell, he, no more of this, uh, you know, weekly racing uh, at the short tracks. And so, uh, that has certainly been a topic of conversation on, on social media and, and, and some of the other uh, media outlets uh, about Chase Elliott. Uh, he's going to be out at least six weeks. And, uh, and so, you know, the, the, the question, you know, seems to be is, you know, should these drivers, uh, you know, be allowed to do other things outside the car? 
uh, during the course of the race season? I don't know if I have the answer to that. I mean, you know, I guess simplistically you could you could look at it and say, you know, that'd be like LeBron James going and, uh, you know, playing Frisbee golf somewhere and getting hurt or something like that. But, <laughs> uh, and, and, but obviously these, these guys want to have lives too. But, you know, I was listening uh, uh, earlier to, to another show and they were like, well, you know, these owners are investing millions. These sponsors are investing millions. And, you know, at what point do you do you have to kind of take that into consideration? But, yeah, it's a tough blow, certainly, for Hendrick Motorsports. I feel bad for Chase Elliott uh, getting hurt like that. But, you know, and if you break your tibia like that, I, I'm sure that's going to be a tough road back. And you brought up sponsorship, and it's interesting. I'm looking at a facial shot basically from the torso up of Chase Elliott on NASCAR's Twitter page, and I counted six sponsors just on his racing suit that have to be devastated, yeah. especially Napa, which is his major sponsor. Oh, and yeah. KT, I mean, does he deserve, because he got hurt away from the track doing something he enjoys, obviously, but in your mind, does he deserve? Because I would think he's going to have to get a waiver now to be able to get enough points to yeah. get into, uh, unless he wins, but uh, to uh, yeah. will he be able to race enough to get into the playoffs? Well, you know, unless they change the rules, Chris, uh, he will get a waiver. I mean, there's precedent on something like this happen. It's been several years ago, but if you recall, Tony Stewart got hurt out. I think he was out doing something out in the desert. I mean, he wasn't, you know, riding camels or anything, but he was doing something out there, you know, on some type of a, uh, of a, of a off, off terrain vehicle and uh, really hurt himself pretty badly, I think. And so he got a waiver, but uh, you know, this I think will cause NASCAR uh, maybe to, to reevaluate. I don't think they'll do it during the course of the season, but maybe they'll evaluate in the off season that if there's an injury that is, it is, you know, unrelated to, to your racing, uh, you know, in a NASCAR, uh, uh, you know, weekend event, then maybe they'll look at it. I don't know, but, Right now, I would I would uh, most certainly think he'll get a waiver at some point once he is uh, cleared and ready to go back to competition. All right, they go to Phoenix this weekend, and the countdown to Darlington continues. I know you guys are uh, got your campaign going to get folks uh, to mm-hmm. purchase those tickets. Throwback weekend coming yeah. up in May at Darlington. It'll be here before uh-huh. we know it. Right. And uh, how are things going sales-wise with tickets? How can folks get those tickets before they can't get those tickets? Sure, it's going really well, Phil. We're, uh, we're, we're a little bit ahead of last year, which is always a good thing. Uh, I think we're like 66 days away, which, you know, it's not that quick. I mean, you, I can remember we were, you know, it just seemed like yesterday we were 90 days away or something. So they're clicking by very, very quickly. So fans get on our website, DarlingtonRaceway.com, or they can call 866-459-7223. Uh, and I want to reiterate what I think I said this last week. The top 75 drivers, uh, those that are still living, obviously, uh, are going to be invited back to Darlington. The, the top 50 were already selected back in 1998 when it was the 50th anniversary of NASCAR. So there's been uh, a new 25 has been selected. Now, I don't know who these drivers are, but they've already been selected. And you got to believe that some of them are still living. But, hmm. you know, to be able to have these drivers back at one weekend uh, at Darlington is going to be an opportunity that probably might not happen again in our lifetime. So I encourage fans to come out there. we got a lot of cool things that we're going to do with these drivers, and, and I think fans will want to come out and make sure they're a part of it. 
And we've got the driving on the track coming up as well. We had that last week, Phil. I oh. uh, look for your Pinto out there. Sorry. I did not see it. I, I'm not sure it would have passed inspection. The emissions <laughs> on that Pinto probably are still uh, uh, not not up to snuff. But, yeah, we had it last weekend. We had a good turnout. Uh, and and our next one will be May the 10th, which will be race week uh, for our throwback weekend. Sounds good. Sorry I missed it. I was tied up with this thing called USC Clemson Baseball. Which oh, was yeah. big over the Definitely. weekend. I'm so sure you were. Absolutely. That, but I would Absolutely. love to have gone out there and um and and done a burnout for you and, and left some rubber and you know, I was yeah. have we have we filled in a few more cracks in the track since last year? Absolutely, Phil. I mean there's there's I, I let's put it this way. You need to come over and get get you know, Chris already lives down the road, so you get Chris, you and Bergen come over one afternoon, I'll get you in the pace car. I'll get you up close to the wall and see how you like Love that. Now, that is a plan, KT. We're going to hold you to <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> Absolutely. I want you guys to do it. Bring bring Chris. He's been over there, and like I said, he, he could find the place in his sleep. So you guys come on over and, and check us out. Just have a couple of puke bags in the car with you, and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. And I'm not si- signing any waivers or anything like that. We're going we're gonna to really test our faith in you when that happens. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll see about that, Phil. <laughs> All right, KT. Thank you, my man. Thanks, Kerry. Appreciate Thank it you very guys. much. All right, Thanks. Kerry Tharp with us here on Sports Talk. Appreciate him being with us. All right, that's a plan, uh, CB. we got to do that. Love it. Yeah, I, I like I'm that all, idea. All over and, and we can stuff Pat in the trunk of the car if he wants to go for a ride as well. <laughs> Have all three of us here. But, no, that'd be a lot of fun. We ought to do that. I and then just do the show. Just do the show from Darlington that night. We'll We'll make a plan. I we'll, like it when a plan comes together. We'll make a plan on that.